0: You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89. one K-H-O-L, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Hey Massey, how you doing? Uh, Trainer. <laughs> trainer's feeling a little self-conscious because he's got the sniffles and so i had him stick some tp up his runny nose and now it's fall it's fall
1: allergy season down here in texas in austin texas really close to the tesla uh, uh tesla uh headquarters
0: that makes you an uber nerd then what tesla headquarters is that does, no, does Uber. That-
1: i think uber uber is in california uh, u- not uber not tesla not uber i guess some ubers could be teslas is that
0: now I'm confused. Now I'm confused. We have a packed show for you this uh, no time. Yeah, no time for this BS.
1: No yeah, time man, what's for going this on, BS. man? How you doing? Fo- yeah,
0: football. Packed season. Packed show. Re- re- we are recording late on Thursday night as the Cincinnati Bengals are leading the Dolphins by five at this point, but Miami's on the move. So you'll get live updates on, on a game that you already know the result of uh, by the time you download the podcast tomorrow. Mentioning a podcast. True. This, well, some this, people don't
1: ask some people don't have like score apps and stuff so maybe they're like actually getting their news their score updates from the show you oh know.
0: good good yeah we'll we'll keep you updated it's elk then. season people are out in the woods that's they right don't service. they don't know um so what i was saying is that speaking of podcast we're a radio show that gets turned into a podcast the way we do this it was that a pick is that was, a pick go down um my nose the, um Here's here's my point before Teddy Bridgewater threw a threw a pick there. Uh, trainer is drinking white wine from a stemmed glass like a boomer. Um, a also night. also <laughs> our radio show gets turned into podcast. Download our podcast wherever podcasts available. We are Teton Sports Talk. If you miss any part of this show, we have a packed show. I think you wanted to lead off with some breaking news, Trainer.
1: Yeah, this is uh, my—I don't know if this is my eyeball game or my sniffles game—but I'm I'm playing a little hurt tonight, so I appreciate everybody's patience as I try to read my notes with one eyeball. Um, Let's see um, here—the ticker—Coolio has died
0: at 59 years old. The man that introduced me to rap, Coolio, and Gangster's Paradise.
1: Yeah, I as a um, five-foot-seven-ish middle school cornerback. Not quarter. I was not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I throw a pretty tight spiral of five yards, kind of like Tua used to <laughs> too soon.
0: Yeah. Jeez, um, the guy's <laughs> barely alive. Leave him alone. <laughs>
1: not bad. Um, I, oh, yeah. I would I'd jam out to uh, Gangster's Paradise before middle school football games via my de- disc man. Mm-hmm. So a lot of nostalgia for um, the Coolio. One, two, three, four. Get your woman on the floor. Uh, smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fantastic Voyage. Great, great stuff.
0: There's Coolio. Rest rest in power, my friend.
1: Um, yeah. DMX last year. Was that last year? Yeah, DMAX DMX
0: year? and now Coolio. Yeah. Or is that this year? I think Dr. Dre's so rich. He's kind of got that like Magic Johnson kind of like lifestyle where he injects his veins with money every day. And he's just going to live forever. So I'm not worried about Dr. Dre. But I can't – we lost DMX. We lost Coolio. Can't do anything more. We got we to gotta calm down with some of my idols as a young – young rap uh uh consumer that i was we got we can't be doing the, all this
1: no i agree it's kind of weird when when people go quiet because like this kind of happened with uh norm mcdonald he went quiet you don't hear from people and then you're you, that's when you start to get scared so i'm trying to think of the rappers i haven't heard from in a while and i start to get my feels like i haven't is, is, what's ice cube cube done lately like 21 jump street 2
0: uh well ice cube just no. makes movies now he stopped rapping he's, he's, he's making movies
1: but he hasn't been it's not it's been a while since you know Ice Cube movie, so I'm a little worried. I just you know I'm just want to look out yeah, for, the, for the that's a
0: good guy. point. What do you think the the time frame is between the last thing that Ice Cube did and the last thing that Coolio did? Same sort of quiet Ooh, true story, we That's a trick a, question. Cool <laughs> Ice Cube is fine. Coolio hasn't done something in two decades. So he played uh he played homecoming at Sewanee frat party once, like in the last ten years. Oh, nice. So I was gonna
1: say we, we almost got him for a uh zeta psi fraternity party back in the old days
0: yeah even if you, you the fact that you mentioned that in a sentence almost got coolio is probably telling you how he was doing career wise uh, maybe at this point in his life
1: that was oh six yeah that was a long that's a long time ago
0: all right let's get to the huddle we have the huddle this week we have three up three down we're doing a college football pick 'em. i think am i getting close to 500 am i back to 500 on my college football picks um, your
1: the teams you picked or your actual selections for games each week.
0: Overall record for the teams I picked in college football.
1: For your teams you selected, you're at 500. As in, you have two teams that are ranked, and then you have two teams that are not ranked. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a problem. That's that's 500. That's 500. So that's good. Um, okay. You're getting. You're admirably. You're at 10 and 11 for college football pick 'em.
0: Uh huh. Which is
1: which is pretty good. Uh, 13 and 8 is a little better. That's my record. Mm-hmm. And then the Dilf last week to fire off the first Dilf picker, Andrew Drunk Red Wine Quinn is one and seven. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, the next Dilf has to inherit that record. Oh,
0: moving forward. Yeah, they got some work. They got some work cut out for yeah, them.
1: Collective Dilf picks.
0: So we'll do college football pickums, and then we'll uh, we'll start off like we do every week with the huddle. Now, let's huddle up, trainer. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. I'm going to kick it to trainer down in Austin, who's got his nose plugged with a little bit of tissue and has popped out one of the lenses of his glasses so he could see with his other eye. I don't quite understand how that that works or why (laughs) it is what it is, but... Trainer, tell me your good news of the week.
1: Coolio would be proud to know I was a fan. Anyway, speaking of 2006 and Coolio, mm-hmm. the ACC, the ACC in football is back, folks.
0: Yeah, right?
1: We've got five top 25 teams, second only to the to Massey's dark empire, the SEC with seven in the top 25. Yep. Um we've got two top 25 matchups this week. That means two ACC teams, four total going up against each other. Yep. In, wake at Florida State is right yeah that's con- is
0: this? this is the most confusing thing I know about college football right now besides everything I don't know Florida State being 4-0 and right now like what beating yeah, LSU playing? what is James
1: playing for Florida State again and that's, that's why the Saints are bad
0: I can't, I can't name one player <laughs> on FSU and I can't name their head coach so my
1: oh, I got that guy's name, uh, saved for uh, well, actually, no, he's uh, Mike, Nor- Mike Norville from the University of Memphis, the Tigers. All right, um, all right, he from. So he's doing well, which is great. Uh, NC State at Clemson is the other one, we'll get into those later, as in like actual spreads and picks. But ACC is back, folks, and hear me out, though. I mean, UVA. They pooped in their pants kicker-wise on Thursday night. It was tough – or sorry, Friday night. That was tough to watch it in the Dome at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. No Donovan McNabb playing on the other side. So no excuses there. And uh, Miami has, like the turnover chain, been a bust thus far.
0: Miami so- is my my biggest disappointment of college football. I was high on Van Dyke. Um, I like crystal ball. I should have – taken into their account the fact that crystal ball moved to miami and it's his first season as head coach and there's always growing pains and i feel silly i feel dumb i let the fans down
1: unfortunately mass you don't have a crystal ball
0: oh yeah yeah that's good pause there i think (laughs) i get it i think i get it all right. So that was your good news. ACC is, is on. Yeah. The ACC <laughs> is back. I, I'm going to go with college football as well with good news. And maybe it is good news. Maybe it's not. But for our own entertainment, Herm mm-hmm. Edwards gets fired at Arizona. <laughs> Scott Frost gets fired at Nebraska. And now um, mm-hmm. Jeff Collins is out at Georgia Tech. The coaching carousel is. Is starting early. There are three schools: Georgia Tech, Nebraska, Arizona State, that are already looking for head coaches for next year. Of course, things are getting thrown around, like Urban Meyer. He's the favorite for Nebraska. If you had to ask your average fan, I don't know if Urban Meyer and Nebraska want to get married to each other because Urban Meyer is really good at grabbing money and getting the heck out of town. Grabbing so, other stuff. Yeah, and grabbing plenty, plenty more, plenty you a, more of those. You get a
1: corn hus.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> Jeff Collins was at Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech football used to be something. They had a national championship in the 90s. They went to the triple option, kind of gimmicky, but still effective in the ACC. They have Calvin been – Calvin
1: Johnson, Megatron. They've had,
0: Cal- they've had Calvin Johnson, but they have been dead for the last three years. So there are some rumors circulating. Did you? My favorite one is that Deion Sanders is the leading – candidate for georgia tech football your thoughts
1: i love it um played for the falcons played for the braves as well at the same time um last time that's been done he was he was he was maybe going to be the next Bo jackson but luckily he stuck to one sport and didn't end his career um he's from atlanta he's from mississippi or from florida i can't remember he went to florida state he coaches in mississippi now in jackson state but he's he was an atlanta guy because of the falcons so
0: he certainly has connections back harder. there. What? Yeah. yeah, I just don't think Georgia Tech can throw a bag at anyone, kind of like Arizona State. Arizona no. State is like a go there if you haven't coached in 10 years and you've been a media talking head for five. Georgia Tech doesn't feel like, a t- like someone that can reach out and go get someone of note, but Deion Sanders is currently building his coaching career. He's at Jackson State. He seems like the best candidate for the job, but I wouldn't be surprised if Deion Sanders is eyeing Auburn University, where Brian Harson saved his job last week by beating a terrible Missouri team in overtime. It's a matter, it's, it is, if Auburn loses this weekend, who they have? LSU, I guess their quarterback is out. Maybe not this weekend, but Brian Harson is the next, next coach to go down. I wouldn't be surprised if Deion is eyeball, eyeballing Auburn University and wondering, Which one should he take, Georgia Tech or Auburn?
1: Yeah, I'm hoping two Bryans fall in the SEC this year. Kelly.
0: You mean fall off of a cherry picker, Brian Kelly?
1: Yeah, Brian Kelly gets fired as well as this Auburn Brian. I don't know who Auburn Brian is. I've never heard his name.
0: Brian Harson.
1: Yeah, Harsin, the the guy. The whole
0: fiasco that was Auburn last offseason? What did did they do? They framed him for having
1: an affair, a fake affair?
0: Yeah, which – which wasn't true, and then they said you have to come in front of this panel while he was on vacation in, in like, Hawaii or something. Yeah, you have yeah. to be so here they... by Monday. And he was like, okay, I'll be there on Monday, and flew back. Like They wrote something. They added a clause in his contract while he was away. If you don't show up for a, a what's deemed a mandatory meeting, then we have grounds to fire you. And he was like, okay, I'll show up. Otherwise, it, it was just such an Auburn fans doing Auburn things, or excuse me, Auburn boosters doing mm-hmm. Auburn booster things, and it was so funny to watch. And now they've had to suffer through the first four weeks of the season with them, and they're just looking for any excuse to fire this guy.
1: Yeah, so they basically framed him for doing a fake uh, Ime Odoka pulling an Adoka, yeah but he exactly. didn't actually he didn't actually pull the adoka though
0: no 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 he was a doca yeah. for sure doca list
1: and then herm edwards i don't know if he, did we touched upon what happened with herm edwards or are you, you going to bring that up later
0: no no we didn't touch upon it. i think we should did he get it looked like he got he, fired on the field but you know what it was it was like hey coach we'll have some words after the, you you talk to your team
1: yes speaking of his team there's leaked evidence that the team as an assistant coaches staff were leaking themselves uh play calling uh, to get him fired. So this goes deep. This goes all the way to to QAnon or something.
0: That is so lame if that's true. I mean, Herm Edwards had some recruiting violations, so it put him behind the curve a little bit. He's also been out of the college football game, which changes year to year so fast that no one can, can keep up with the rules. But the fact that their own coaches would sabotage their head coach, I would go in there as an athletic director, unless the athletic director was behind it, and just clean house and figure out where the leak was flush out the rats and be like i hope you never coach him college football again you backstabbing loser
1: you play to win the game he once said and i, I feel bad for him it sucks that's like that's kind of that's kind of there's somewhat in the same what happened to this guy uh, auburn brian and herm edwards getting screwed over by the
0: school or
1: his staff tough tough days tough days for college coaches don't don't want to don't want to be in that in that business so Deion sanders I mean, sort of,
0: there, there are two sides of that coin. I mean, we've also talked extensively about how coach O and Brian and not Brian Harson, and link, not Lincoln Riley either. Scott Frost. There it is. Scott Frost. Yeah. Financially. There's always a bag. Also, they're talking about Jimbo being on the hot seat. Uh, if Jimbo goes eight and four, he like makes the punchline, right? Texas A&M going eight and four. If he goes seven and five, is Jimbo looking at that $95 million buyout and just licking his lips and like, you know what? Retirement sounds great.
1: Oh, the new, they're uh, like kind of, kind of tanking for, tanking for bags, tanking for buyouts. I like this.
0: Yeah. There's, there's part of me that thinks that Jimbo is looking at, looking across the aisle, like coach O and Scott Frost and being like, yeah, that doesn't seem so bad. Is
1: Jimbo Fisher's eight and four, the new eight and eight for Jeff Fisher?
0: That's exactly right. If Jimbo Fisher goes below eight and four, they're going to have serious, serious discussions. I mean, he's got a recruiting class, the number one recruiting class coming in. But if all those guys transfer because Jimbo can't win and can't land a quarterback, then I think he is looking at some oh, yeah. very, very, getting some very, very hard stares from the boosters. And Texas AM, unlike Georgia Tech, has that money they can buy yeah. out jimbo fisher and get someone else without blinking an eye someone will go out in their ranch and drill a hole a thousand feet in the earth's crust pump up some black juice and and cash it in and pay jimbo off and there you go they have all that oil money i guess is what my black juice was i couldn't think of oil fast enough as said black yeah. juice oh they have oil out yeah. there in texas um so i mean it's just
1: and- yeah, Jimbo's got to worry about those um those topless 19-year-old boys in overalls that the yell practice saying he stakes at his job too. So, you know, that you got that going on.
0: Yell practice. What a bunch of geeks. Um <laughs> let's let's continue. Give me your critical number this week.
1: 700.
0: Uh yards that Cooper Rush has thrown for.
1: Wow, that's that's all Albert Pujols means to you, Massey
0: oh I'm sorry Albert Pujols is getting just absolute (laughs) balls lobbed in to the plate so he can so he can he can hit the ball it's it's pathetic of
1: famer Cooper Rush yes Albert Pujols is a part of the 700 club one of the legitimate ones in my book uh nostalgic I cry sometimes because the Cardinals beat the Rangers in the 2011 World Series by one bad play by Nelson Cruz um but anyway I digress. He hit two bombs against the Dodgers last Friday. He's 42 years old. So, you know, old dog. Um, he's in. It, he's been in it for the long haul. He's had 14 years with. So he's not like a guy who's hit like these ridiculous Barry Bonds. So some McGuire numbers. He's a guy who's had 14 years with 30 home runs or more, only seven years with 40 or more and the highest he's ever gotten to is 49. Mm-hmm. So definitely not like a steroid user. He's just like, he's just a, um, kind of an iron man.
0: He's just a um, hitter. The man knows how to hit, hit the ball.
1: Hitter back in '06. Speaking of Coolio, he hit 49. That was the most ever he's had, and nobody else is even close. M- Miguel Cabrera's about to go to the old junkyard himself. Mm-hmm. He's barely at 500 home runs. That a bunch of old broken down dudes are sub 500. So Massey, you better you better turn on your baseball television because you're not gonna see this for a while. There's not gonna be another guy that's gonna join even the 600 club for I don't know decades.
0: What's um? There's an, also another hitting streak. I guess we can get to that. I'll get to that later. But Albert mm-hmm. Pujols only played for the Cardinals. No, he played for the Angels for a couple of years, and is back at the Cardinals.
1: Correct. He played for the Cardinals. One, two World Series with the Cardinals. The Angels gave him kind of a ridiculous contract that he didn't really. It was like a good. It was a. It was a ten-year contract, and he was gonna. He was gonna age and start to fall off. Product. Productivity. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, he's back with the Cardinals, which is cool. So it's kind of the Jimbo Fisher is kind of the buyout. He kind of just farted around in L.A. and got Mm. paid for a few years, but he still had some bombs, and he just continued to like get closer to 700, and everything's everything's good.
0: Who else is in that club? Sammy. And he helped them
1: clinch. Sorry, he helped the Cardinals clinch, which is which is cool too. They're not. It's not some crap team like the Texas Rangers putting him out, putting a player out there to like say, "Hey, cool, hit some bombs, we'll get some people in the seats." While you get to 700, they they won their division. That's pretty badass. All
0: right, that is, that is cool. It it seems like when the it's a little more it's when when it's meaningless, people right. pay less attention. The 700 club. There's like Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, right? Those three no, are those in are there. those
1: are those are just cheaters. Uh, it, it's uh, and then
0: Hank Aaron. Barry
1: Bonds, Hank Aaron. It's Barry, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, and Pujols, and that's it. That's the four.
0: And the and the other ones that don't qualify. Oh, that's, there's A-Rod's, only four.
1: He passed a rod. Yes, he passed a rod, who's fifth at like six ninety five or
0: something. That's that's okay. All right, your flowers, Pujols, you get them. My critical number of the week <laughs> is plus fifty thousand.
1: Ooh, let's see. Those Spread are odds for the Saints to win against Baker Mayfield.
0: Okay, take it easy. Calm down over there. 50,000 50, is are the is how do you say this are the odds to win for the Spurs the San Antonio Spurs to win the NBA championship Greg Popovich during media day was quoted as nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting us to win the championship 50,000 you know who, do you know who else is at the 50,000 mark didn't think so all right I'll list them Detroit for the NBA for the NBA can you guess two teams
1: uh, besides Detroit?
0: Besides Detroit. Uh,
1: the Houston Rockets yes. and the Oklahoma City Thunder?
0: Correct. The Pacers oh. and the Orlando round out those uh, additional five teams. Now, I was like, Where did show. Yeah, I was like, How? Well, where does it compare to my team? New Orleans is plus 4,000. They're good. Yeah, but I didn't expect the Spurs to be, for that gap to be so significant when it, in the eyes of Vegas.
1: Fair enough the spurs traded their last good player uh murray to the hawks kind of like a sneaky midsummer night's dream nba trade that happened yeah Donovan mitchell went, to the, went to the before gobert went to the Timberwolves and 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 mitchell went from the jazz to the to the uh knicks. Sorry, the calves which we kind not of really oh didn't Cavs, really, excuse me no the knicks did not get him which is awesome yeah um so yeah, he and um, oh, what's the USC guy's name? They had a big year.
0: Talking to the mic, Buddy Holiday.
1: But yeah, Buddy Holiday. He and Buddy Holiday are going to be a good, good pair uh, with that Vanderbilt guard. Man, it's I need to brush off my NBA, but I you know it's try. coming October the coming it's coming
0: fifteenth October the twenty first. When is it? preseason is early october i can't keep track um the nba is coming and what's great is that this saturday marks october some more good news and october is the best month of sports you have college football nfl mm-hmm. baseball playoffs and the nba starting up there's so much to talk about in october there's stuff to talk about now because pat like i said at the top of the show pack show so in that regard give me your stuck on for this week trainer
1: and and uh, U.S. soccer men's team practices.
0: Oh, the, the World, World Cup. Cup! Oh, good. <laughs> I for complete. You know how many people Regate. have died in Cutter Thanksgiving World Cup? You know how many people have died building those stadiums under slave later slave labor? FIFA really knows how to sell its soul.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I blame the live tour.
0: Uh i bet you fifa i bet you the live tour just ripped out some of the pages of fifa's book and was like oh is this all it (laughs) takes just money Oh, okay that's cool um give me your stuck on this week trainer
1: same corporate values uh my stuck on is (laughs) there was a um oh yeah uh, paul paul feinbaum who looks like a a, an eggplant wiener um
0: you can just say eggplant
1: oh sorry eggplant wiener
0: All right. All right. Got it. Good. He's got goofy anyway, ears.
1: He he said he would he made his little uh he made his like what, what do you call what do you call these like not they're not they're so it's like look at me hot takes like they're um thirsty, they're like thirst takes. Let's call call them thirst takes. He's click a thirst bait. take guy. He's a clickbait. Like, now that now that Georgia beat Alabama and I'm I'm going on the Alabama side here for you. Um Jalen Hurst, undefeated. Guess I'd say I he's making a yeah, clickbait, thirsty take to say that Georgia now has passed or the torch has been passed that Alabama will never be able to beat them again or whatever kind of, you know, after when Saban has 10 years left on his contract. So Will Anderson said something really funny about like, that I loved. It was like, who has the audacity to even, I ha- I'm surprised people had the audacity to even come on step on the field with me. Is that kind of what he said? Yeah. Something great.
0: like that. He just does yeah. some things just to self-motivate a little bit.
1: Yeah. A, sc- a scary quote for other you know, opposing players to, to read before they take the field. And I wanted to go back to the stuck on which is our idea of proposing the hot take uh, fan or media person versus the coach player fights that we I'd love to see Feinbaum versus Will Anderson. I would have loved to have seen Colin Cowherd and Lamar Jackson fight. KD and Stephen A fight. LeBron and Dave Portnoy fight. I would well I don't know who I'd, I don't know who I'd want to win that last one. I hate both of them. <laughs> anyway i um yeah you see what i'm saying no, i'm stuck i feel like we 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 can still kind of you know mastermind this and we have like an idea to pitch to like um hbo max or at least cinemax
0: i mean do you remember i mean we could we could just bring back celebrity death match with the claymation right. on mtv right. i think that would at least suffice in the if paul feinbaum actually wanted to square up against will or excuse me we allowed will anderson to square up against feinbaum <laughs> I think, uh, and this might date me a little bit. If you haven't seen Celebrity Deathmatch, it's hilarious claymation mm-hmm. where celebrities of the time fought to the death. Um, yeah, yeah I think that's 06. the close. I think that's the closest thing we're going to get to uh, Will Anderson going toe to toe with Paul Feinbaum. Now, Paul Feinbaum had made his entire career trolling Off what? Trolling Alabama and Auburn fans.
1: That that's it. Okay, I I, I I've literally I didn't look at the the annals of Wikipedia. To find out why he ever got started, I I, I just kind of missed. I think that's when I started taking a left turn when ESPN was taking a right, and I just said I'm kind of done with this network. I'd never really understood where he got started or why.
0: Oh, he's got he's started good. on Alabama radio, and he's his, the
1: Jerry Springer of the SEC, basically.
0: Yeah, and he would have the he would have the live call-ins from people from just like the Deep Woods, like Hey, Paul, I think your take is garbage. Alabama roll tide, and like he would argue with these with of these like real fanatic, actors no real people and there was there's some great great characters that came out of his radio show but his success tra- and his trajectory has been is directly correlated with nick saban nick saban right. got to alabama paul feinbaum trolled him for a little bit and then it was nick saban was became the undi- undeniable like king of the south for a number of years and as paul feinbaum had all these takes and all this network inside of Alabama and Auburn and there was this crescendo of Alabama and Auburn uh football with for five years whoever won the whoever won the uh Iron, Iron Bowl. Bowl went went yeah. to the national title, competed with the national title f- yeah. for winning four of those. So Paul Feinbaum mm-hmm. was in the right place at the right time and he took it all the way to the uh where he is today. And he's just rode the coattails of Nick Saban and Auburn success. So it's it's honestly like I can't believe that guy. I can't believe the clown of Alabama sports radio is mm-hmm. now as successful as he is.
1: So I, yeah, I listen to all that, and I, I my, the cynical part of me says, were those actors, or did they ever confirm that these were actual Alabama? Because I know the voice. There was somebody named Paula, or it was like a, yeah, a It was a. It's just such a caricature voice that I always thought it was BS, and I thought it was fake. And it it's was like the Howard
0: like, Stern show or something.
1: Yeah, so I just I always didn't know if that's actually Alabama fans or it was just actors playing Alabama fans. You know, I mean it's all ESPN Disney Television garbage. So was he the
0: know. one? Was it the Paul Feinbaum show where uh, Van Dyke was it Larry Van Dyke or what was his name that killed the Auburn trees? Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I think he like went he on to the killer? Paul. I went. I think he went on to the Paul Feinbaum show and admitted it. He was like, I I killed those trees. Wrong Tide it was like and Paul was like, did we get this did we get this because i believe that guy just committed a felony so that also helped uh harvey harvey van dyke um
1: harvey dent yeah
0: local hero never spent some time in jail never never paid yeah, his debt <laughs> never paid his debt never allowed he snuck into alabama games with a false identity like the guy is a legend um, you called nick saban
1: king of the south i think that's uh brett Favre. but go ahead
0: Red Favre is about to be thrown in the dungeons in the deep south. All right, my stuck on is the Blue Jay Stadium in Toronto.
1: Oh, did somebody get? Oh, uh, let me guess. I have a guess. Somebody had somebody got caught for having Mm-mm.
0: intercourse. Nope, 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 nope. Not that. Okay. That's the summertime baseball stadium stuff. I'm talking about the fact that the fans, the stadium seating ends before the outfield wall. There is a gap between the fans and the wall where Aaron judges record settings, not record setting, but 61st home run this season went between he hit one to left center field and it snuck between the top of the wall and where the fans could reach with their bleachers in and ended up underneath the stadium. That seems like a crime to me. You go to a baseball game and you want to sit on the wall. What is Toronto doing? What are you doing? My life is running out of lifespan. Um,
1: yeah, the stadium's just kind of weird. It's like connected to a hotel. They got that gap. It's basically like hitting tennis balls off a concrete floor. When it comes to infield grounders, it's yeah, it's very odd, it's very Canadian.
0: Okay, so this this is it has a it has a history of being weird. It's not just, and I just noticed it. It's yeah, always it been a little some, funky.
1: It's got some quirks, but yeah, that's the most noticeable. You said yeah, record record tying to Roger Maris's record uh, for the Yankees that sixty one. Number, excuse me, which would be which would tie him, actually ties him with Maris, but also ties him. And if he passes Maris, he'd be the number one in the American League all time, um, regardless of steroid use or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Aaron Judd, man, he look. Ill.
1: No, he's just a big dude. He's fine. He you know, he's he he plays the game the right way, Nassie.
0: All right, give me your quotes. Last question of the week, Trainer.
1: Miami gave us one. $1. 0.5 million dollars but they got 1.6 yards per carry.
0: Yes, we are cycling on this one. This is head oh, coach of nice. Middle Tennessee State on his local uh, I'm sure he, he has a local segment in Tennessee. Rick
1: the Dick Stockhill.
0: That's right. Um he Stockstill. He beat Miami 45 to 31 on the road. Miami should be absolutely embarrassed at themselves.
1: Yeah, turnover that chain.
0: The turnover chain is dead, dude. You can't make fun of something they've retired.
1: Mm, they still did it. You can still make fun of it for a little. You can still make fun of it for a full season after they retired because it was so dumb. Is that fair?
0: It got to be dumb. It was electric, and then it got okay. to be dumb. It 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 went mm. from the hero to the villain. You know?
1: Nah, I was I was kind of early on. I'm so cynical. I was early on that it sucked.
0: You yeah. really are a gen gen. What are those? What are the cynical ones? Gen Zers.
1: I'm from, You got a little I'm touch of that. Family. The silent generation
0: before the boomers. Yeah, you're a lot of different things, but the Miami turnover chain was sweet. Uh, Cristobal is going to have to go back to the drawing board. He's going to have to, and he's going to have to play. Does he play Florida this year? I know he plays FSU. I, he has to beat FSU. He has to have some sort of something he can grasp on to beat some of his rivals in order to save this season. That is where they are in Miami. Desperation, beat your rivals, go into next season, hit the transfer portal, recruit your tail off. Um,
1: all right. Up times in Miami, two. Tua, yeah, two. Two is down. Two uh, is Blowing a win. the doors off at the end, so Cincinnati won.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh. Do we have a final on
1: that? Uh, I was like 26-15 or something. Uh, okay. some, weird, some weird score.
0: Um. All right. Well, I mean, two. I mean, thoughts and prayers. And that's the lamest thing to possibly say, but he should not have been out of that field, and he got. Slammed down hit his head again and he had that that look of like where your n- hands flex in the weirdest ways and stay flexed yeah. like you're getting electrocuted like you're having a
1: nightmare like you are trying to like like grab something
0: yeah oh man to uh that's
1: what you what you get for having a five foot nine head coach with glasses
0: i don't think he's to blame i don't think i don't think he's the one to blame
1: it was it was it was a uh self-joke self uh
0: Oh, so I much. get it. Well, oh, now I get it because you have glasses and you're short.
1: Oh, oh, the S word. I just said five nine, Massey. I didn't say short. That was that's messed up.
0: Five nine might be might be pushing it. You also have one lens in your glasses. <laughs> um, who is your goat this week, Trader?
1: It's aesthetically pleasing. Uh, speaking of eyeballs, speaking of eyeballs, uh, his first. This is my first two time appearance on Go to the Week ever. First time, two time Does That makes sense.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Prize condition. Bryson DeChambeau again?
1: Yes, for the first time ever. He, the first person I've ever put on this list twice since the um, initial, since the inaugural go to the week ever happened.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I think we'll, we'll send him something.
1: Oh, great. He did a parody video where he makes fun of himself for hitting his eye and, and going wham wham, where he actually, like, successfully gets under a rope, and it's, like, the cringiest thing I've ever watched. And I can't stop watching it, and I can't look away, but it's just miserable.
0: Bryson DeChambeau tries his hand at humor again. Do you remember during the match? Right. Like, uh do I remember
1: the match? Oh yeah. Who
0: who was yeah. he playing with and Phil, against?
1: It was Phil and De. Or sorry. It was Phil and uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Brady and DeChambeau.
0: Okay, and that was a televised golf event in the summer. The Bryson ran out of jokes in the, on like the first two holes, and then just stood there awkwardly. His his attempt at self deprecation, I guess, is appreciated, but the fact that he's trying to do it and yeah. he's not good at it is really hard to watch.
1: Right, it's cringy. It's like a bunch of his bros, like they're it's doing like the, the TikTok, like everybody's dancing around, like it's really funny. And I'm like, dude, I can you know I can appreciate you trying to make make light of a bad moment you had, but like he was such a b hole to staff to his caddy to fans and he was just he was a broken down baby in that moment and it's just it's too soon i think it's too soon wait a little while before you make a oh this is what it would have this is what should have happened yeah he he
0: leaned in too fast
1: yeah yeah wait wait, give us some time there
0: my goat of the week is the kansas jayhawks they are currently sitting at four and oh smashing the the odds that Vegas gave him over under at two and a half wins this year. They're at four and oh, they're led by Lance Leopold, who's a 58 year old head coach getting his first stab at a power five team. He's he was formerly of the University of Buffalo. His quarterback, Jalen Daniels, California kid. He's he's 69 of 93, 190 yards, 11 TDs, One interception. They have Iowa State coming. They're favored by three this week. Iowa State covered first Baylor. Iowa State. I believe they did. Either way, Kansas. Did not. Kansas should. They should just. This is the best four week stretch in Kansas football history, maybe, except for that 2007 season when they were number two playing Missouri, number four or something in in the Gator Bowl.
1: The fan, I think the fan base did poop their pants when they got a former national championship winner, Les Miles, for just a second. The, the actual outcomes were terrible. Yes, but that moment of that's a big moment in Kansas Jayhawk history is like, oh, we got Les Miles, mm-hmm. and then it was all terrible. But yeah,
0: yeah, so they, they had a, the briefest <laughs> stint of hope. But I mean, exactly. hats off to, to Kansas. I'm not even sure if they're ranked They should where they should be. Um, basketball yeah they they just have something going on there in Kansas that's that's what uh oh yeah big year for Kansas sports I forgot that they beat UNC in the final four after UNC uh beat Duke just saying they all they all lost and everyone's happy all right sneak that in a couple show
1: notes couple show notes before we we transition yes it was Harvey Harvey Updike
0: Harvey Updike
1: the tree Dahmer um and my Darius Garland and Evan Mobley of the Cleveland Cavaliers so that's my Old school PTI uh what you know
0: errors mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. All right. Good, good. Har- yeah. Harvey.
1: Harvey. Harvey.
0: Harvey. Harvey Updike. Updike. All right. Um trainer, I think it's time to go to our college football pick pick'em and not our pick pick'em, our final four um teams here because you have Bama, Georgia, USC, and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State goes on the road against Baylor this week or is either or has Baylor this week. I don't know where they are. We'll get we'll get to that. I have Ohio Oklahoma. State clemson oklahoma and miami now oklahoma just (laughs) lost to kansas a good kansas state team i might add the big 12 yes
1: you were you were early on them i will give you that
0: um thank you uh the big 12 are they are they good are we looking at baylor and oklahoma state and kansas state and texas tech and texas and oklahoma and saying who's gonna win even tcu's got a pulse but did you name five
1: teams there? Did I miss a team? I had them as having four ranked teams.
0: The big 12? Yeah well, list the four ranked teams, but I listed some more off the top of my head. They have Kansas, which is four now oh.
1: Kansas State, Kansas is not ranked. Kansas State at three and one is ranked because I think that's like a strength of schedule thing I'm guessing Oklahoma State, Baylor and OU so four teams.
0: Yeah, but not but, as
1: good as ACC but pretty good.
0: but you're looking at you're looking at Texas Tech who, who has got a new head coach and something going on. With Joey McGuire as their new head coach, came from the the Baylor factory, whatever that whatever that means. TCU. Or Bryles. Yeah, TCU just um, hired a new guy, and they seem to have something going on. With all that said, I still think Oklahoma is the best team in the Big Twelve, so I'm going to stick with them.
1: Oh, look at you, TCU. Yes, uh, oh, I had that written down. Sonny Dykes, SMU ex ex SMU coach.
0: That's right. That's right. Right. Um, is SMU in Dallas, Fort Worth?
1: It's in Dallas proper. It's in like it's in like a Highland Parky.
0: Oh, okay. So I mean, so he, he didn't have to move. He didn't have to move his family. Um, Miami I hope he moved he,
1: to Fort Worth. Dallas sucks.
0: <laughs> Miami right. uh, is my fourth team, and I need to get rid of them. And I'm starting to lean towards the Pac-12 now that Washington, of all teams, is four zero. Michael Penix is doing a heck of a good job. He he decided – he woke up this season and said, you know what, I think it will be pretty good. They uh, It's either between – E-E-N-I-X. <laughs> That's how he calls name. And then I have uh, Oregon that after this, their blowout loss against Georgia, everyone kind of buried them. But Oregon still has the ability to win the Pac-12 North, USC being in the Pac-12 South. They can play their way into winning the Pac-12. And I think with one loss, as that loss ages – and people continue to get a steady dosage of Georgia, it'll be a pretty forgivable loss. So I'm between Washington and Oregon. I'm also afraid of Oregon doing what Clemson used to do and losing some random game somewhere on their schedule. Washington State, they have a pulse this year as well. So there's a lot to be considered. Also, Stanford's head coach, they should fire him. They should have fired him three or four years ago. Um, Speaking of head coaching,
1: Yeah, he used to get like NFL – consideration but not
0: not anymore not Not gonna happen anymore not gonna happen so i'm gonna pick up oregon i'm gonna go with the ducks i did you say you're gonna stick with just gonna stay with three teams what'd you say i said oregon sir pencil me in for a pac-12 team byu is struggling against utah state right now they uh so i can't pick up them so i'm gonna pick oregon so put me down for oregon did you want to make any any changes to your lineup there?
1: Quack test, quack testing I do want to point out that Oregon, um, Nike, Pat Ford, uh, Phil Knight, excuse me, Pat Ford, um, Jameis, Jameis, God, Zion Williamson's shoe, Nike, Oregon. There's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of connection there, Massey.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I was wondering where you're going with this. Well, how is Pat Forbes related to Jameis Winston? I, needed I don't a, understand. Uh, I needed
1: like a Mr. Magoo cane to walk through a dark hall to get to that.
0: That punchline. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. I think you really nailed it. All right, let's get to week five of this college football uh, uh, year. We have five ranked matchups. Number two, Alabama at number 20, Arkansas. NC State at the Clemson Tigers. Death Valley and the Tigers. Clemson is, is such such frauds. Uh, Kentucky, number seven, Kentucky visits Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. Number 14, ranked Old Miss Black Bears. The 22 Wake Forest, coming off a loss to Clemson, is visiting Florida State, who is 4 0. What? And then we have Oklahoma State, number nine. Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. Where do you want to start with this round? This round table of uh, picks that we got here.
1: I just want a qu- quick pat on the back. Note that we we have still avoided the number four team in the nation. Both of us, Michigan.
0: I completely forgot about them. They have such a garbage non conference schedule. We'll see what happens when they play Iowa. I have them down and kind of like in the interesting category. They went to Maryland and won by seven. They were favored by 14 or something, 17 and a half.
1: Yeah. Let's stick with, oh, yeah, they, 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 uh, Maryland covered. Uh, let's stick with the best conference in the nation right now, ACC. Mm-hmm. Wake with Sam Hartman just threw six touchdowns against Clemson, uh, playing Florida State number 23 number 22 versus number 23 uh florida state favored by 7 uh we talked about Mike Norvell i'm going to go with wake covering
0: that's exactly what i'm thinking i don't think fsu has enough has enough defense to keep up with sam hartman they're definitely not going to be able to outscore them um fsu great at running the ball they lead the acc in rushing but wake was no really no slouch against the number 1 ranked defense in the country and that's the clemson tigers florida state does not have those bodies i want to pick wake forest outright but guess what i'm behind in the score so give me wake forest to cover
1: well cool. i'm just going to pick everything you pick for the rest of the season and just kind of you know have a steady lead
0: the fans will love that <laughs> absolutely love that all right let's stay in the acc the nc state Wolfpack they beat clemson last year if you can remember at home now nc state is at death valley and the Clemson Tigers are favored by seven. DJ decided Clemson's quarterback decided to show up last week. He had three hundred and seventy one yards and five TDs against Wake Forest. Devin Leary, the quarterback for the NC State, is a stud. NC State kind of has that revenge tour, think like mindset. They've never won an ACC championship. They've never been to the college football playoff. They've never been they've never even been in a college football championship game a lot of their players are returning just for this year kind of like uh what ohio state did a couple of times they returned to win Uh, the michigan players of last year returned to get their heads beaten by georgia in the college football playoff nc state has a grudge against clemson their big brother who do you think was win? who's gonna do something here clemson by is favored by seven
1: yeah i was gonna say i guess they never had like those, those Phillip Rivers years, they didn't even have, like, an AC title game. Um,
0: or their Russell Wilson years.
1: Y'all are Russell Wilson. Hey, he was so bad, he had to go to Wisconsin.
0: Though. That's right.
1: Um, <laughs> I'll probably – who is that's a good game. I'm going to roll with Clemson at home, covering seven, probably winning by ten.
0: I have – Clemson has won 36 straight home games, 36. You divide that by six, eight? Six. Six. Six, 6 years they have not lost at home. I'm going to take Clemson, but NC State will cover.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: So, you know what? Just give me Clemson outright. Give me Clemson outright. I don't know. I think NC State's got something something cooking down there, but they're not going to be able to beat Clemson at home. All right. Should we go to the SEC? That's where the Let's next that's the, Number two, Bama at number 20, Arkansas. Bama favored, Bama favored by 17. Yeah. Bama.
1: Yeah, Arkansas looks so flat. I didn't know that game was at Jerry World until I turned the TV on, and I was like, oh, they're, they're playing A&M in Arlington. Um,
0: and then Arkansas forgot to play for two quarters?
1: Yeah, I feel bad for Arkansas because they're a good team, and they're going to drop out of the top 25 because Bama's going to win by 24.
0: All right, KJ Jepper. <clears throat> All right, I like that. They have a cover. Yeah. KJ Jefferson, uh, Arkansas's quarterback, misses wide open receivers. They disappeared for two quarters against uh, Texas a and last week. I am I have been less than impressed by Alabama's receiving core. I mean, Jamar Gibbs, Alabama's running back, leads the team with 17 wrecks. Bryce Young is Bryce Young. They will win this game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I don't even know what the over-under is, but I'm taking the under on this. I think oh, it's ugly,
1: low scoring. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's going to be under, if I can get the over under, do you have that in front of you?
1: Sure, and
0: yeah. I don't Bama. It's one of those games where Bama might win by 30 or they might win by seven, you know,
1: over under 61. So you're definitely going under that.
0: Yeah. Definitely going under that. So I'm going to pick the under and I'm going to take uh take Bama money line here.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think this is going to be Bryce Young's like coming out game against a good team after the texas game was pretty
0: bad. I mean they started cooking against Vanderbilt. They won 55 to 3, but that that's I
1: said good good team.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point, good point. All right. One of the most interesting games is number 7 Kentucky with Will Levis at wait, didn't they lose to Tennessee and they're still ranked number 7? Where's Tennessee ranked? I'm confused. Is that the right no,
1: Kentucky they didn't play Tennessee yet,
0: did they? Who did who did Tennessee play last week that they barely uh won in, in dramatic fashion? Florida. Oh, Florida. They still have to play yeah. Kentucky. Number seven, Kentucky at 14, Old Miss. Kentucky is um got Will Levis at the helm. He's been playing lights out, over 300 yards in this in the last four games. Old Miss is fourth in the nation at rushing at 280 yards per game Kentucky is only allowing 108 yards per game spin zone Kentucky gets back their starting running back senior Chris Rodriguez he was suspended due to some NCAA violations he will be starting against Old Miss and I forgot to write down the line can you remind me of the line
1: what did Rodriguez do did he have uh mozzarella sticks with a recruiter like Malcolm Brogdon
0: yeah yeah I think <laughs> I think he shared, some, think yeah, he shared so, some hot apps. Yeah,
1: this one. This one's the trifecta. The conference, undefeated, top 25, got hits all three, beautiful game. Ole Miss, fair by seven. That's why I was like, why is Ole Miss fair by seven? That seems high, even though they're hosting. Um, I'm going to go Kentucky covering plus seven.
0: Kentucky covered. Yeah. I'm going to te- – all right, I'll, I'll go the and opposite. Will
1: Levis, Will Levis, good defense, and Kentucky's been tested a little bit with Florida. And Mississippi has played – Nobody.
0: All right. I'm going to – so Lane Kiffin took the podium uh, when they were playing Tulsa or after they played Tulsa and said it's hard to come out at halftime and it looks like a high school game and everybody is silent. So he took a little jab at the fans there, Lane Kiffin being very, very good at social media. I think the Ole Miss fans show up to this game. And I'm going to say Ole Miss wins and covers. Give me that. Ole Miss wins by more than seven. Ole Miss – covers you got it's right there in the notebook
1: Um, so he's blaming almost only beating Tulsa by a touchdown on the fans okay got it
0: I don't think they scored in the second half so yeah they need a little more noise there in that pathetic stadium they have it gosh can you just can we just just have a brief moment and talk about how overrated the Grove is
1: never been but I'll, I'll go ahead and hop on that boat
0: yeah it's it's a grassy field with trees. And they're like, man, the grove is just awesome. It's just an awesome place to tailgate. We have our chandeliers and our fine China. And we just love tailgating here in the grove. Do you know the football team rocks, walks down the sidewalk? It's called the Walk of Champions. This is Ole Miss Football. And you're like, Good Lord, give it a break. I've seen so many grassy fields with trees with drunk college students in it. This this is nothing compared. Like, this is nothing compared to some of the football. Scenes that we have all across the country. This is so typical, and it's a B list at best, in my opinion.
1: Oh man, where'd you get those croquis from? I buy my shirts from Roback.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love, I love my Roback. And don't forget about my Crocs and socks, guys. It is hot out here. You cannot be wearing anything else. All, all right. Old Ole Miss Lane Kiffin shows up. Will Levis against a decent, decent defense. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Ole Miss covers the seven points. Now, where else did you want to go? Oh, in the Big 12, Oklahoma State at your Baylor Bears. Baylor is favored by two and a half.
1: Hmm. Uh, You mean my Oklahoma State Cowboys? Oh, I messed that up. Excuse you. Um, Baylor favorite. This is a revenge game. Revenge alert. Um, Oklahoma State, they have not really beaten anybody. And Baylor has played a tough game at BYU and lost close uh baylor at home i i predicted oklahoma state to win this game or no i predicted oklahoma state to lose this i can't remember now no i predicted them to win one. this game oklahoma so, state to oklahoma win State covers two and a half
0: yeah all right i'm gonna take um i'm gonna take baylor outright i think they they played it they've played a tough schedule they know what they're up against they're at home they had a road game against iowa state last week that they one, they're battle tested. I want Baylor outright, but it is going to be a squeaker. Last time these teams played, it was straight out of Friday night lights, and the Oklahoma State running back was two inches from winning the Big Twelve Championship and going to the college football playoff. Oklahoma State, it's going to be rowdy, but I don't know I just don't know if they can travel travel well yet.
1: Yeah, I like Oklahoma State. That what I was thinking of is is Oklahoma State. I had predicted they'll lose at Oklahoma and then they'll replay Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game and win the Big 12.
0: I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, with the time remaining, we, we don't have time to pick Michigan at Iowa. Let's just do it real quick. Michigan at Iowa. Michigan favored by 11. Iowa's Amazing. offense absolutely stinks. I think Michigan can get it done there. I'm going to pick Michigan and the points.
1: Ooh, what was that spread again? 11. Right 11. 11 eleven at Iowa. Actually Michigan
0: Michigan outright because Michigan kind of stinks in my opinion as well.
1: So you think you think that Michigan you think uh I think Michigan wins by
0: a touchdown. Ten points.
1: Okay. I think Iowa's gonna cover I think I like Iowa's defense.
0: Oh maybe is that what I meant to say? Iowa covers. Yeah. Um Oklahoma at TCU. Oklahoma favored by six. Oklahoma's the 18th team in the country. They just lost to a good Kansas State team. TCU's got something going on there. I think Oklahoma is going to cover this game. I think they're going to come out. TCU got really unlucky that Oklahoma lost last week. They're going to bounce back and cover against TCU.
1: Yeah, I agree. TCU's undefeated, but I like Dylan Gabriel and I like the Sooners to cover six and a half
0: points. All right, last before we get four. to three up, three down. Man, we are cutting it close. Texas AM at Mississippi State. Mississippi State is favored by four. I like Will Ro- I like Mike Leach. I like Will Rogers. He didn't do anything against, oh man, um LSU. Let's let's have them bounce back and I'll take Mississippi State and the points. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I or agree. Or Mississippi
0: State to cover, excuse me.
1: Ooh, oh, God, a And M pissed me off because they Arkansas lost. Um, yeah, Max Johnson has lost his, or sorry, Max Johnson has taken over the starting job from Haynes King outright. The Pirate has only lost at LSU, as you said. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, what's the word? Manifest it. Mississippi State wins at home. I love a it. Touchdown.
0: And I said Michigan outright. I don't think Michigan's. You said Iowa covers anyway. Let's go to three up, three down. Um, and we're going to have to make this quick trainer. we didn't leave enough time. Give me your first three up of the NFL week three or week four.
1: The NFC beast, the best division in football. The Cowboys will beat Winsington Winsington, D.C. at home. The Giants will beat the Bears. Are they the worst two in one team in the history of the NFL? The, the Giants
0: right or the Bears?
1: Bears, or so yes. yeah, I think yeah, he, Giants are playing, Giants are playing admirably well, Saquon's pretty awesome when he's healthy, and Daniel uh, Jones and
0: Phil- needs to get a better internal time clock, he was looking like a rag doll against the Cowboys,
1: he's the Stetson Bennett of 2022, um, Phil, game manager, Philadelphia will win at home against Jacksonville, Jacksonville's hot, so we'll have a Philadelphia 4-0, a Giants-Cowboys 3-1 apiece, watch out AFC West,
0: All right, so that was your first three up, or that was all three?
1: That was my first, the NFC East.
0: Okay, my first one is Las Vegas. They're 0-3. They have Denver at home. They're favored by 2.5. It can't get much worse for Las Vegas, but Russell Wilson and the Broncos are bad the head coach nathaniel hackett for the broncos he looks completely lost josh, Mc, josh mcdaniels for the raiders can't get any worse coaching let's have the raiders win at home for their first win of the season las vegas up
1: okay i have a kind of i've kind of a counter to that i think vegas will win that game but i have uh old quarterbacks are up tampa bay will win brady will have a good game randy wilson has a good game Ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers has a good game against New England. I like uh, that. That means 250 yards apiece and two touchdowns each. So I have old QBs bounce back games.
0: All right. Tampa Bay Bucks was one of my ups. They're 2-1. and one. They lost to Green Bay. They only have had three touchdowns in the last three games. It's going to be a post-hurricane hurricane game. Like, let's win this for Florida. Bucks defense yep. is nasty. And Leonard Fournette has to find the end zone more. He, he seems like he's going to get going. Tampa Bay up.
1: Yeah. My last one. Uh, Even though I had the Jags losing to Philadelphia, I'm going to hedge my bet. I'm going to say Jacksonville gets hot. Either they win this game or they don't. But then they're going to play. They're going to host Houston, play at Indianapolis, host the Giants, host Denver, host Vegas. They might go six and one, five and one, whatever that is. I I like that. I think they're going to win the AFC South.
0: I like that a lot. Um, And you have them on the up. So I had them on the down just because they were. And let me skip ahead to my down in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is at, at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by six and a half. Doug Peterson revenge game. He mm-hmm. comes back to Philadelphia, and I think the Jaguars come back down to earth after beating a banged up Chargers team. But they beat them so yeah. so badly that I was like, oh, Jacksonville's real. But you know who's more real? Philadelphia Eagles. I think Jackson comes down after that trip out west when they go to Philadelphia. Now my other up is Detroit. They have Seattle at home. They're favored by four. Seattle has absolutely zero identity. They're Detroit's two losses. They're one and two. They beat. They lost to the Eagles by three, the Vikings by four, and they beat the Washington Commanders. I think Detroit has an identity of being a tough nose. Go get them. Play every single second of the game as hard as you can identity. I think Detroit is on the up.
1: Yeah, I like it. Give me Art your knocks, bro.
0: Yeah, give me your first down.
1: Um, Sorry, man. New Orleans. Yes. Just kidding. Just no, kidding. I'm, just kidding. No no, 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 no. Okay. No, New Orleans. All right. They're playing, Massey, they're playing at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Huge fan. 8 8.30 a.m. Central. There's no way that New Orleans Saints are going to lose at your soccer club's team stadium. So I'm going to say that's a joke. My actual downs are the 49ers are gonna to lose to the Rams, 49ers gonna be one and three. Tennessee is gonna lose at Indianapolis, they're gonna be one and three. DJ Moore continues to suck because Baker sucks against Arizona. Those are my three down.
0: All right, I'm I, there. I'm I'm there with you. And as we wrap up the show, I am saying Jameis Winston has not practiced, participated in practice the last two days. They're still saying that he's gonna get in. I think that we're gonna see a heavy dosage of Andy Dalton. Taysom Hill is a little banged up, Alvin Kamara is banged up. I think New Orleans is going to move to one and four against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I hate Kirk Cousins; he's so bad to watch. And lastly, I had the Titans down as well. The Colts are favored by three and a half. I just think, I just expect the Colts to get the run game going early and having possession of the ball. I just don't think this Titans team is even as good as their record is, which is one and two. So they'll go, they'll go to one and three. Um, sports fans or whatever that. I got. I got
1: one quick thing uh to, you you know, on a good note. The, all right. The New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints can't physically be one and four after this week, so they'll only be one and three. That's my good news of the week.
0: Okay. <laughs> I got. I got lost. I got lost in the, looking at the time, understanding that it's week five in college football, week four in NFL football. Sports fans, that Back is show. all the time that we have for you this week. Please download the podcast wherever podcasts are available. If you didn't catch us all on the wait on the 891 KHUL this afternoon on Friday afternoon. Anyway, guys, that is it. And that is all.